think they got the answers, I change the questions. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Are you chewing gum? Hey everybody, welcome back to Daily Notes, presented by Almost Sideways. My name is Adam. So stoked for today's conversation with our awesome YouTube creator. But before I introduce our awesome guest, guys, give a huge shout out to you guys, the listeners. Thank you so much for supporting us on Twitter and also on listening to us on our podcast. We really appreciate every single one of you guys. If you guys want, please head over to Twitter if you have one and follow us at Almost Sideways simple as that give us a follow over there we've been posting some really cool stuff like today in movie history or whatnot we've also been doing some fun polls we'll be dropping some written movie reviews over there as well today however we're not gonna be talking about movies as much we're talking about video games specifically playstation content we have an awesome youtube creator her name is lucy reed aka Ludi XP really loved talk this conversation guys we talk about PlayStation how she started her YouTube channel and what kind of process it took to get there some of our favorite games maybe some games we maybe have some blind spots on as well looking forward to having this conversation and having you guys just feedback as well let's stop talking in this intro and let's go to the conversation <laughs> excited for our guest today guys this is probably an international episode for sure but i'm joined by youtuber and gaming phenom i I call her phenom i I really enjoy her channel so much and that is lucy reed aka ludi xp how are you doing thank you for being on the podcast today Hello, thank you so much for having me. And thank you for that intro. The Phenom, I feel like The Undertaker. It's very... <laughs> well, I was taken aback a bit, but thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I Like I said, like I've been... We've talked previously before we started recording, and I, I only watched three YouTubers about gaming, generally. I've watched a couple other reviews from other stuff, too, but my th- the three big ones. I have to go with your channel, XP, Adam McDermott, and also PlayStation Access. I, I, we're a big PlayStation family. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm getting my daughter into gaming as well. She she loves Spyro, and I, I kind of like going for Platinums as well. So I have to I have to watch the Road to Platinum series, and if especially if it's a game I'm interested in, kind of give me some uh, tips and tricks to get those Platinums too. Oh, so nice. I appreciate your channel a lot. Oh, thanks. I mean, I watch both those channels too. I'm a big fan of Adam stuff, and I I love PlayStation Access as well because it's all about PlayStation. But so everybody knows, in the show notes of this podcast episode will be all of where you can find Lucy's channel and also her Twitter as well and other information too you can find her. But I'll have Lucy explain where she you can find her on social media and YouTube as well. Oh, well, uh, my YouTube channel is LudyXP. You can, uh, you know, jump over there and see if there's anything that you like. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at PressXToLucy. So, uh, you know, if you if you want. <laughs> You should definitely do it. It's a lot of fun, guys. So obviously, we're uh, we're a movie podcast. So I, I would be kind of, you know, not doing my good job as a movie presenter interviewer if I didn't ask you a movie related question to first. Okay. I know you reference a lot of movie stuff in your uh, Locking It Down with Lucy, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, what kind of movie stuff? Are you like a big movie fan by chance? 
well, I'm about to show myself up and be like, I don't really watch films, which is like part of the shtick of when I talk about films. I have no idea because I've barely watched any. But the ones I do watch, I watch like hardcorely. That's my thing. If I'm either, I either watch something or I don't watch it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's I, I, not knowing that going into that setup. That was actually, that's actually makes the, makes it so much better. I think too. <laughs> I was a little worried. I was like, because ah. <laughs> that's one of the sort of things that people are like, "Oh, you've seen this?" Like, no. And now it's like with my friends, they're like, they know that they'll say something. I'm like, "Oh, you've never seen that, have you?" I'm like, "Nope." So I do have like a big confession of a big movie franchise that I've never seen, which always makes everyone like not want to be friends with me. And I can embarrass myself right now and tell you. Can you take a guess what it might be? Okay, you said big franchise yeah. that people will get upset. Uh, so I'm thinking a couple ones. Obviously, yeah. maybe Star Wars. Correct. Or the one, it's actually both of them. Both <laughs> of them. <laughs> Have you seen a Marvel movie? Oh, yeah, or yeah. Or any superhero? I, I okay, watched okay. them recently, like, well, two years ago when I confessed that I hadn't watched any. Someone was like, no, no, we have to fix this. And so I did like a weekly course of my Marvel films. And I even ranked them because I can't do anything without ranking anything. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, Star Wars and the Lord of the Rings. Knowing that you haven't seen them, I might have to inter- cut this interview off short because I'm a huge yeah. fan of those series. No, no, just kidding. No, but those those are big ones. Movie franchises. I kind of I grew up really on Star Wars. I'm a yeah. like a Star Wars kind of nerd. But uh, there's actually one of my favorite games. We kind of trans translate that into gaming is uh, the Shadows of the Empire for the Nintendo 64. Yeah. Uh, that was one of my favorite Star Wars games, and maybe my love for that game and the actual book that I was based off of as well was maybe because the main character is a redhead guy and that's kind of like, Oh, that's a redhead guy. I want to play him. I'm like, I'm playing that character in the game. I'm that's who I am. Anyway, we'll, we'll stop talking about movies because now I, I don't want to like give up the gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll move into your, the gaming, uh, gaming aspect here. Mm-hmm. You're a huge gamer. You have a gaming channel. What was like your first gaming memory? Like that's why I'm I'm still doing what I'm doing on YouTube. What's your first gaming memory? Ah, it's hard because I I think the first thing I really remember playing is like a TV Game Boy thing. I don't know if you're familiar. It was like this little oval controller thing, and you stuck it into your TV, and there was like a hundred games. Oh wow! Okay. Were pixels, but there were no instructions to how, how to play any of them so you would just like so the screen would show up and it would be yeah, am i really old now I'd be like yeah, i played pixel games <laughs> the screen would come <laughs> up and you would type in a number from zero to 100 and something and that was the game you played and you just had to work it out there was what it was my favorite one though was pitfall that was like this guy who was like in the jungle i don't know are you familiar with pitfall i'm about to explain like, oh yeah absolutely and you yeah. had to go from left to right and you had yeah, to jump over yeah I remember Pitfall. I played that one before. Yeah, so that that I guess that would be my first game memory is you know sticking that in and playing those games and not knowing what the hell to do in most of them. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. I've actually I don't know the system, the thing that you're talking about. I remember seeing images of it, but I've actually never played like done that myself. So that's actually pretty fun. Was there a maybe a, a what's another like really fun like gaming memory that you had growing up on? Like what was the game that you constantly played as a kid? Oh, I guess then after that, I got a Sega. So I do remember playing a lot of like, we we didn't have many games. We just had this like one cartridge that had six games on. So I played a lot of Sonic uh, on that. Me and brother would also play Streets of Rage. Uh, and then when yeah, I got, yeah, so those were like, this was like below like nine, 
slash 10. Um, that's what I was playing a lot of. And I do remember like being obsessed with Sonic and just wanting to beat it so badly. And I did actually manage to beat it. It's one of my greatest achievements. Like I, as there a year old or something. I, I remember I got to the final level and um, it's like, oh, what's it? It's the scrap heap brain zone. And I died oh, yeah. just before the boss and I couldn't believe it. And I had to go all the way back to the beginning and I was so devastated. The next day I woke up with, you know, like resolved that I was going to do it and I did it oh man that was uh, that was probably I've never peaked as high as that <laughs> so down here off then. <laughs> um, it's funny my, my one of my favorite gaming things too is like I grew up on the Super Nintendo mm-hmm. that's what that was my system that I had we had at the time when my parents get divorced when I was in like was like third grade or whatever so i had a super nintendo at my mom's house and a super nintendo at my dad's house we you know we had different games there too so i was always kind of going back and forth between the two games and i I was a huge mario fan my favorite games of all time is yoshi's island which Mm -hmm. is another that's a really fun one but like my uncle had a sega genesis as well so i didn't play that as much as much i've recently went to our local like mom and pop like game um gaming store Mm -hmm. And I, I found a Sega. It was like 70 bucks. It was in good working condition. And I actually bought that because I want to try to get my daughter into gaming as well, playing some of the games that you know I grew up on as well. So Sonic is going to be on our list so that yes. she has to play. Because uh, I think the game we have now is the, the, it's a Mickey Mouse game where um, she, he ha- she has to save. Um, oh, is it like Epic Mickey? I think it is Epic Mickey. Yeah, Epic <laughs> Mickey. Yeah, so that's that's a classic one. I was like, you, we have to play that, and she she loves that. She loves playing our uh, the Super Nintendo as well. Cause, but she also wants. She's also because she's six years old, mm-hmm. so that's how old my daughter. Is. And but she's also like a getting into where like she played Spyro the remastered version with us, and nice. she talks about Crash Bandicoot and, as for that too. So she's 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 up for playing, and she wants to play other ones as well. She's she if I'm playing it, she wants to be involved in it too. So it's kind of a good like little bonding experience. Uh, with us uh, oh that's sweet yeah was there any memories growing up where you were because you were saying you play with your brother and stuff mm-hmm. but was there other uh games that you you guys bonded over growing up Ooh, let me think so oh well i don't know it's weird when you say growing up like i'm just thinking about this like now just in the general scheme of growing up like when does growing up end because i'm just like do I, am I, I'm, <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> i'm immediately thinking like under 10 but i have so many other memories of like us playing games like like when we got a playstation we played crash bandicoot we would play um oh what was some of the other games? i'm just trying to think through the list of all the games we had. We used to play david beckham soccer a lot i remember that now just like <laughs> such a random game. i don't even watch football but we would play like football well because he would like football so i would just play the games with him but i never watched it so we do a lot of um, that together and then we had other games like pop idol that all of us play because i've got two sisters as well um mm-hmm. Yeah, we had quite a lot. Oh, and, and then we would play a lot of WWE games. We would get, well, that's it. That's This is the big memory, okay? So we had- well, Here a, we go. Here we go, guys. <laughs> we had a tradition that, has, we still have doing it, but I guess this year will be the first year the tradition breaks. So me and my brother, we started watching wrestling in like 2004. And every year for Christmas, we would buy the next WWE game and it would be a joint present to both of us. And we were, so mm-hmm. we'd run downstairs in the morning and that would be the first thing we open. And we would like, open it together like you know you take one side I took the other side we open it and then (laughs) that's so lame then we would go upstairs and we would play the game but the first match we would always play would be a handicap match a three-on-one me and my brother and some other AI against the person we hated most that year because it was like 
torture to that person. We were like, and so the first person we did was Chavo Guerrero on Here Comes the Pain. And I was, was I Ray? <laughs> I think my brother was Eddie because he wanted to be enough. So I was Ray. And then we had like Big Show because we were like, yeah, Big Show's going to really put the damage on Chavo. And we just beat the <laughs> hell out of Chavo because of all the horrible things he did to Eddie. Uh, and then we did that every year since. Nice. Uh, Viva la raza. Oh, I love Eddie. Uh, <laughs> Eddie's awesome. So I guess that, that's that's a funny, uh, that's, that's, that's a great memory, actually. So you say the tradition might break uh, this year. Yes. But, but sadly, it might end this year. But if, if you, if that memory still exists, like a thing is still going to happen this year, what wrestler, it, it just has to be a WWE game, but, but what wrestler would you pick and oh. who are you going to go beat the crud out of? The thing is, I also had this weird thing where every year I decided I had to be Rey Mysterio because I was like, oh, well, I've got to keep the tradition up. So I would probably, again, if he was in the game, be Rey. But then mm-hmm. if, if not Rey, I always try and pick someone who's new that year because you're like, oh, I want to play this new person. Who's my most hated person this year? Now, the thing is, you can't, the other rules of the beating up the person is you can't pick someone you've already done. So Roman Reigns, he had his time. And so we were like, well, we can't beat up Roman Reigns every year. It's not fair. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think Roman deserves it this year. Who, who deserves it? So the thing is, I've fallen off the wagon slightly with wrestling since the whole, you know, COVID situation. It's not quite been the same what maybe one of the street yeah. profits because they just wind me up a bit i'm, I'm just like oh I'm just what like, <laughs> i just don't i'm like oh, they just seem to the gimmick is too much for me i'm just like oh fast forward this um so yeah I, I get that uh but i don't think there's anybody like braun Strowman wound me up for a bit i was like mm, mm-hmm. i'm not feeling that so maybe one of those guys i'm just like like frantically like if i if my mind was me i'm like frantically going through like filing cabinets like blah, 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 looking for wrestling <laughs> <laughs> i think that's my, my main um my main beef i suppose sorry street yeah. profits i'm sure you're doing a great job <laughs> yeah they're fun they're fun loving guys come on what? no okay. <laughs> i know I'm, I'm right through, I, i'm a i'm a wrestling fan too as some people on the podcast might uh, know that's a thing too when you mentioned like the whole covid thing too it, mm. you know the lack of audience kind of takes you out of it. It's, it it's entertaining but you can only watch sports without like an audience in there because it kind of audience enhances that experience as well yeah but the thunderdome is really helped what was that the thunderdome oh the thunderdome yeah thunderdome yeah the thunderdome's fun uh but it's, it's cool to see it at least gives it some atmosphere to mm. it too well being in an arena as well i think also helped because it was when like I think so. I really enjoyed SummerSlam mainly just because, like, I don't think the card was particularly that strong, but suddenly just them being back in an arena and there's like people in the background, I was like, this is what, like, you just suddenly realized the performance center just wasn't good enough. It was too cramped and small and felt artificial. Whereas that was like, ah, they're kind of back a bit more, you know. That makes sense. That's a good, that's a good point. If I had to go on a three on one handicap match, the guy I would probably beat up this year would be Goldberg. Oh, okay. Against Goldberg because he took the belt off the fiend. Yeah, he did. That was a uh, squashing and a half. Yeah, so that's what I would do, and I'd probably be the fiend to take it back off of him. So the fiend (laughs) would be really fun to play as. Yeah, exactly. So now that we've nerded out about wrestling (laughs) and and your wrestling games, is there any possibility that you're going to go for a platinum in a wrestling game? I used to get them all the time like so my oh, first nice. ever platinum was smackdown versus raw 2010 and uh i think i stopped doing it but uh i think my last one was wre 2k uh 14 because after that they just put mm-hmm. too many um 
uh, like there was always some multiplayer stuff. Well, not multiplayer, but online stuff, which you had to sort of online grin stuff, and bear. Yeah. But then they started putting in that career mode, and I was like, I just can't. Why am I doing? Like, I did put myself through it. And then after a while, I was mm-hmm. like, this is mind-numbingly dull. Nothing is happening. I never want to experience this again in my entire life. And so I never did. <laughs> good, good, good. That's probably for the best, too. Yeah. Yeah, those games, yeah, I used to be really, like, I used to always get the sports games. I used to get the WWE games. And then I also get MLB The Show, which is mm-hmm. a PlayStation-exclusive baseball game, which I love. However, it's just like it's getting the same thing over and over again. So I, like, put countless number of hours into my baseball game. And my roster and my, just playing the same thing over and over again. But then I'll buy the the, the next model, which yeah. is a little better the next year. But then I kind of disregard all the other games that I have. So I was like, I gotta stop. I can't. So like the last two years, I haven't bought MLB The Show because I know I would just about like all yeah. only only play that instead of play my other games, which I'm kind of lacking behind on. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, we have, and we'll we'll talk about some games we've missed on a second. So, so you can you kind of have memories growing up mm-hmm. playing games, but you said you also didn't really have a, a ton of games. What kind of you have a, a PlayStation channel? What kind of what was the transition period? It was like you know what I'm going to start playing PlayStation, and I'm going to make a channel about that. What where was kind of the point where you got really into PlayStation? Oh, that's quite interesting because it's quite a gap. So I think I got a PlayStation either when I was nine or 10. And I think it was just because I was walking to school and someone was like, yeah, I've got a PlayStation. It's really good. And I was like, okay, sold. <laughs> that's that was, that was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a five out of five review right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've probably got it quite late in the grand scheme of things. I got a Sega in like 1998 or something. And the, I was playing mm-hmm. Sonic, which came out in 1991. So I think as well, my dad's very much cheapskate. So... I didn't really know of I didn't really know about gaming consoles because you know the internet didn't exist or whatever. So I was like, Dad, I want a PlayStation because I didn't know there was a Nintendo because that guy who I went to school with didn't tell me there was a Nintendo. So I was yeah. like, well, <laughs> guess I'll get a PlayStation. And then that was it. Really, it was always just like mm-hmm. after PlayStation One, it was like PlayStation Two. There was an inkling of me when we went to two to three. I was like, Do I get this Xbox thing? But I was like, No, I, I just know PlayStation. Why would I change? So then I did. I stuck with that. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it sort of was like, I always sort of imagined when I was playing the PS3, like, ah, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I could like film some of this stuff or like do something like did, one time I did actually get a camcorder and like film myself playing Fallout 3 on a camcorder. It was really bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I had the camcorder next to me just filming the TV and I was like, oh, look, a Death Eaters come out. And, I was like, and then I was like, <laughs> so late. I don't, I, that doesn't exist anymore, thankfully. Uh, and then I remember being like playing Uncharted and like trying to stealth through the game. And I was like, oh, one day if I could just film this, I would love to be able to film myself doing the stealth bits that other people could do. Because I even went on the Naughty Dog forums and was like, oh, guys, I've, I've been trying to stealth the things. And I don't know if there's a way that you could do this bit. And then it's sort of when I managed to get a PS5 and you know, PS5, God, I'm jumping ahead of the gun there. It's PS4. Um, <laughs> and you could record it because of the share button. That changed my life. That was like, oh my God, I can now record videos myself and uh, did the Uncharted ones. And, it, you know, that's where it all started from, really. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that I love the Uncharted games. That's probably my favorite game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I, play, I beat them several times. I've I played them on the PlayStation 3, but then I also came back and I, I got the, um, the Nathan Drake collection. And I loved how uh, during this whole crazy world pandemic stuff that's happening that the playstation was able to just give that game out for free for the public yeah um again i thought that was that's a a lot of good perks for the playstation was helping people staying at home Mm. which is awesome and um but i went to the local pawn shop and 
found like the actual hard copy of the Uncharted series, even though I've already platinumed them and everything. But I was like, I, I, I love my physical media. So I'm like, I yeah. love collecting, especially the games that I, I've platinumed. Like I'll keep those ones because like those, I've spent hours of trying to get those platinums and I want to, uh, I want to keep those memories as well. So it's um, pretty awesome that the, that share button is a fantastic option that they were able to quickly be able to like, you can make your videos right on the fly instead of having like this, hook up your system to a computer and yeah. be able to record that way. That always awesome. really seemed very daunting to me as well. I was like, I would have to buy this stuff and I don't know how to do it. I don't, I like for a long time as well, I didn't have a laptop when I had my, well, yeah, well, I did when I had a PS4, but when I had a PS3, I was like, I, I just didn't have the equipment and that sort of gave me, you know, the, the tools to do something quite you know, rudimentary at start, but then it sort of, you know, came to this. So thank you, PlayStation. You've helped me live my dreams with that one little share button that was like oh well i like start an option <laughs> there are some people that just don't like the share button and, and i understand if you're not into that stuff but for me it was like literally it changed well i wouldn't say it changed my life it wasn't it's not that extreme but it did like you know help me make youtube videos yeah exactly. hey you got like you got to be doing something you thought about like if i only could record myself doing mm. something and i can share that out in a way that's like kind of like that share button kind of fulfilled a little bit of kind of a dream that you had. Yeah. So it helped you achieve that dream in a way. So that's pretty, that's a, that's a good, kind of a good way to look at it, I guess. It, yeah. it didn't change your life, but it helped you achieve a dream. It I might like not that. Be like the, yeah. I think that's what it is. So I think that, that's what we'll go with. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. When I go to my grave, I'm like, thank you, uncle Jim. You helped me live my dream. <laughs> thank you. <Uncle> Jim. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, you mentioned uncle Jim, which is, uh, that's essentially that's your boss the head your head guy you a lot of people might not know this but you you do work for playstation yes yeah, so other gaming consoles are available <laughs> just to yeah. uh, preface you take what i think about playstation yeah. with a grain of salt yeah exactly well okay well before we translate transition into that I'll, I'll just i'll throw this out there uh i loved playstation i played the i didn't really own the first playstation but i owned the ps2 which is probably set my second favorite system of all time um super nintendo that's that's my nostalgic choice is my number my favorite because that's what i had but ps2 i love the we were able to that's the first system where you're able to play like dvds and play movies and stuff in there and you can also play like the older games as well on it i grew up playing that but once um the system that actually had trophies or achievements came out mm-hmm. that's where i was like I can accomplish more than just playing the game that really connected in, to me. And unfortunately, uh, I, I don't know if I had a friend that kind of steered me into that direction, but I went with a 360 route. Okay. And so I had an Xbox 360 for the longest time, specifically for one series. It's called gears of war. Mm-hmm. So that's like my favorite, one of my, some of my favorite games. And I grew up on like collect getting gamer scores, what they called it. And, and, building up my achievement counts and uh, not platinuming, but getting a hundred percent on those games as well. And that was a lot of fun. I love doing that. And, but unfortunately, as I kind of, I was like, man, this uncharted series is over here. I wish I had a PlayStation to play that uncharted series or be able to play that God of war game. I was like, I didn't, I hadn't played those yet. So I was like, ah, maybe I should try to get a, a PlayStation uh, three. And so I, I bought, I find when that came out, I got that and I was immediately hooked. And then I became like a diehard PlayStation fan ever since. And I was like, man, the games over here are a lot better. I kind of like the control layout. This kind of felt, it felt right because I had the PlayStation 2. I'm like, this feels just like, I, like I always knew where every, all the buttons were at and everything. 
and I became back on the PlayStation train. And even though I have an Xbox One, I just use that for <laughs> it's a glorified like uh, Blu-ray player. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I do have I, I do play games. I still every once in a while I'll hop on the Gears of War and kind of have a nostalgic train down there. But my PlayStation that, that I, I really enjoy the games that are on there and i now i got so much like platinums and everything i'm just i'm i'm I've, i love the system and i i can't speak enough higher I, I always recommend go for playstation that's the system to go for so i mean i always for see me, anyway. um, like not to sound like a corporate like you know but um i like <laughs> when i thought about getting an xbox uh beforehand i was just like well i don't know like why would i get one like i always just thought that playstation had a really good breath like breadth of games that just could appeal to mm-hmm. anybody and everyone whereas i looked at the xbox ones and i don't know they just didn't have that appeal for me like uncharted a uh, little big planet um heavy rain like they're so those three games are just quite different like but they're only on playstation and i, I really liked the variety yeah. that you could get with those games and stuff and i don't know I, I, for me it's about the games i mean they're on playstation which is good for me but that's what keeps me yeah. there Exactly. The PlayStation exclusive games are definitely something that is, it's a unique experience when you get that, that exclusive where only you are playing it mm. for that system. That it's, it's something about that, that kind of just is exciting. There's a lot of like the heavy rain. Like I loved how they yeah. made the PS4 upgrade for that one. I I've been playing through that. I, I beat it now. I didn't beat, I didn't beat it quite on the PS3 yet, but at, now I've played it and I'm, I love that game. I, I need to play Detroit, which is that's what I'm going to be conquering. I know, I know, I know. I'm kind of showing some of my uh, my gaps in my uh, gaming knowledge, but Detroit's another one that I hadn't played yet, but I, I own it, mm-hmm. and I'm, that's on my list to play soon. Uh, but the games is what really keeps you coming back for more over the PlayStation. So that, that's pretty awesome. So you you mentioned that you you work for the uh, PlayStation. You, yeah. Yes. What kind of how how did you? I know you can't. We're not going to go discuss like details, guys. So sorry, if that's what you're looking for. But uh, what what? How did that? How did that happen? Like, how did you? Did you just like randomly apply for it, or is that like, I'm going to try to get myself a job at PlayStation? What was the process of getting there? Okay, so I've got like a kind of weird story because it's not like okay. uh, I got lucky, sort of in a, like so. Oh, I don't know how to get into this, but it's it's a bit long winded. But um, I am forever grateful okay. to everybody that helped me get this job because it, I literally love this job. Um, so I left university. I'd done this sort of like multimedia technology degree thing, and then I just couldn't find a job for like two years because I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't feel like I'm like I don't know. It was hard. Like, I applied for things and nothing really came. And then I remember my aunt, um, at the beginning of 2016, we were at this like family function and she suddenly just was like, right, Lucy, she works at a, a barber's in London. And she, mm-hmm. <laughs> when we were sitting at the table, she's like, right, I've been talking to some of the clients that come into my shop and um, seeing if they'd give you some work experience. And she was like listing off these names of companies. And she was just like, I can't remember all of them. But then she said, PlayStation, blah, blah. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, yeah, PlayStation. And I was like, I don't know why she didn't really clock that. I guess I never really spoke to her mm-hmm. about it, but I was like, wait, you know someone that works at PlayStation? And she was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, cut his hair all the time. I was like, oh, if you could do that one, that would be really cool, please. And she was like, okay, I'll see what wow, I can do. Wow, that's pretty cool. Exactly. It was just pure luck. Um, so nothing came like for a while and everything. And then eventually I heard back. She was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I've The guy was able to get you a two-week work experience uh, for 
in May. And I was like, no way, for real? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll let you know the details. Da, da, da. And that's literally, I went in for two weeks of work experience. It's like this like stupid rookie. Everyone thought I was a little kid, but I was literally 25. <laughs> I was like the world's <laughs> oldest work experience person. And I remember I helped make a, like a Doom theme. And there was like, um, you know, the themes on the PS4. That was one of my missions was mm-hmm, to, yeah. to make the theme for it. And um yeah, at the end of it, they were like, are you old enough to actually play Doom? And I was like, yeah, no, I am 25. <laughs> they are like, oh, <laughs> I thought you were like 16. I was like, no. no. <laughs> so Sign this parental was... waiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really that was really cool. That They actually made me do actual work. Like I was expecting, like, you know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, little rookie, sweep the floor, organize the DVDs. But they were like, no, we need you to actually like make stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. So um, I did that for um, for those two weeks. And then I was like really sad that it was over because I was like, oh my God, I loved that so much. And um, so mm. I left and one of the guys was like, if you, if there's ever a job that comes up, make sure you apply. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. And I did, but nothing came of it. And then I got an email from one of the people and was like, hey, um, do you want to come in and like for a conversation? I was like, um, okay. <laughs> and uh, <so laughs> I, I came back and I spoke to this guy and he was just like, well, we were wondering if you want to come back and you know help out on like a, a contract as a contractor for like a short term thing. And I was like, yes, please. Um, nice and then that, that's that's literally how it began like I started as a contractor and um after I think I was contracted for like two years and then they were like do you want to become permanent and I was like yes please <laughs> and um <laughs> you know here I am so it, it's pretty like mad for your first job to be honest I am forever grateful to everybody that like helped me because it, it's just like it, it is like really lucky and I I know that um there's probably way more talented people that probably deserved it, but I, I just was in the right place at the right time, I suppose. Absolutely. It, the crazy thing about hearing that, that's, that story is it takes some great deal of luck. Your aunt does cut hair and yeah. randomly cuts the guy's hair who works for PlayStation. <laughs> but you had to make it happen at the same time, because if you didn't leave like kind of an impression on the people that you were working with at that point, they you know, they might not have emailed you. So you, you made a great impression on those people to email you and you got kind of get your foot in the door by <laughs> some sheer luck, but then also your hard work kind of paid off too. So oh, you killed it. It sounds like, yeah. I remember I was like a bit like, Oh my God, I don't know how to, use, like I knew how to use Photoshop because I was kind of like, we'd done a little bit at university, but then I was quite self-taught as well. And I remember just looking at the Photoshop files and just being like, I wonder how they made this and sort of looking at it and like teaching myself on the job. And I was like, someone, <laughs> I always call myself the world's worst designer because I literally am just like, yeah, let's just do the thing. <laughs> I, just <don't> <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a very weird um, existence, <laughs> but I'm very grateful. Yeah. So you, you worked on a Doom theme. Yes. Did what did you ever put that doom theme as the background of your uh, PlayStation? Oh yeah, like <laughs> I went back home and I installed that thing, and I was like, it's not even that great. Like, so when you when I made the theme, you could like make the backgrounds and then make the icons, but unfortunately, like mm-hmm. the icons that I made, and then it gets sent for approval. Uh, but they were like, oh, we don't want the icons. And the icons I made, I did these like sort of. Uh, so what I did, is I I'd, ne- I'd not really played Doom before um, that, so I was like mm-hmm. watching videos on YouTube and sort of I was like, oh, what if I could get the UI? Because it was like that kind of tv sort of neon lights so i tried to do that sort of thing i sort of taught myself but they just wanted to go for the default ones in the end but um so it's not like you know the greatest thing in the world but i was like still i was like i made that <laughs> it's literally just a background <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool though was there any other gaming uh franchises or games that you made backgrounds for um there was resident evil the hd remake i did the theme for that one that one i quite like because again i'd never played resident evil so i did some research on the on the game and um 
made the icons and that time they did approve it and I was like yes because it's when it's the icons that really make it for me which I'm like yeah when mm-hmm. you get that because it's just two screenshots behind the default icons uh so it was that yeah. one uh I think I did one for what was that little it was like a not a world of something it was, it was something like war not warcraft but it was like these little characters that was quite fun but I can't remember what that was and then I, th- I helped out with the Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, one of the Horizon Zero Dawn ones because there was like three different ones for whether you mm-hmm. did something or got whatever edition of the game. So those are the ones that I remember the most because we didn't get that. was like a, you didn't do that all the time. That was like a nice treat. It was like, oh, so that was yeah. pretty cool. I haven't done that in ages. That's, that's pretty cool. I, I have the Zero Horizon Zero Dawn one on the background, my background right now. So. Oh, nice. It's a, it's a great one. Yeah, the... um. I I got the uh, the the ultimate edition or whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called, but it has like the DLC on it as well. And mm. I, I platinum that game. That's that's a and I only played that game for the first time last year. I was behind the times on that game, and that I cannot wait for Horizon Zero Dawn too. Like that's gonna be a fun game. That's gonna be an awesome game to play on PS5. Controversial opinion. Um, Wasn't that big of a fan okay. of Horizon? <gasps> <gasps> Oh my gosh. That's worse than Star Wars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Everyone would just hate me because I'm just like saying the worst no, things. No, no, no. What what was about Horizon that you didn't care for? Oh my god, people are gonna hate me when I say this as well. I just didn't connect Uh-oh. with Aloy. I was like okay, she okay, yeah. kind of like annoyed me a bit. And then what I loved about the game was I would definitely say the combat and the world, I thought, and the machines mainly, I loved that. My favorite thing was just like going around exploring. But once I'd explored it all yeah. and killed everything, I was like, now I've got to play the story. And I was like, I'm just not not that into it. Like people would start talking and I'd be like, pick up my phone, scroll on Twitter. Oh, is it over yet? Oh, no. <laughs> oh I got to play again now. I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. Like, I don't know. It just seemed a bit annoying. But especially when Aloy was like, oh, yeah, what, like so good. She was like so pure, and then she'd be really snarky, and I was like, it's just it's what felt weird. Yeah, I I can understand that too. I'm not. That's not like a crazy thing opinion to have. Actually, I I think though, I really enjoyed a lot more the combat and the world and the machines for sure mm. too. I like the exploration aspect, and when I went into, it, I was like, this is a game I got to play because everybody speaks really highly of it. I I enjoyed the story for the most part, but it's not something that. I really connected with Aloy too much. I just kind of enjoyed like the journey I was going on, but I necessarily didn't have to contribute to the Aloy character itself. So that's not like for me, that's not a crazy opinion. So if you don't hate on Lucy, hate on me too. If that <laughs> that thought process too, <laughs> kind of backpedaling a little bit, you know, as a PlayStation fan, you have the share button, you're making videos now. What made you really want to start sharing your uh, platinum all your platinums that you're starting to get like what was there a specific thing like i'm gonna start making a channel because of this plot this platinum stuff oh that was quite like a slow gradual like change in the sort of types of videos because i think i don't know why but because i had this like trophy log book that i'd kept for quite a long time and it got to a point where i was like i'm like even though it's really lame, I was like, I'm actually quite proud of this. And I just, I was like, I'm just going to make a video of me just going through this stupid book. Like I always imagined like when I died, like this is, this is so pathetic. I was like, what if like, if I died and this was like a relic from the past and people would have to put those white gloves on to look at in a museum. It's like once upon a time, there was these things called trophies. I was like, ah, oh, it's like <laughs> so dumb. I was like, I'll make a video about this. And that and people seem to really quite enjoy it. And then I don't know how, 
like then I started like earning a few I think it was I earned some platinums just on a stream or whatever and then I felt inspired by Adam's videos because he made the platinum mm-hmm. journey and I had in my back of my mind like I wanted to do something with like the platinums I knew I was getting to 100 and I remember when I was at like platinum uh seven in the 70s I, I came up with the idea like oh what if like when I hit like 80 I did the road to platinum 100 and I did the last 20 but then I still didn't really have the equipment and I just was like, oh, it's quite a big commitment to do 20. Maybe I'll definitely do it when I get to the final 10. So that was my goal was when I get to the final 10, then I'll do this sort of series, which will be just like earning the final final trophy for the Platinum and just sort of talking about the game or whatever. And it kind of sort of evolved from there. I can't remember what. Oh, yeah, I used to do these little videos as well, which I still technically could do, which is talking about the trophies and ones I liked or didn't like earning. Uh, so it kind of sort yeah, of evolved. I watching people, those videos. Yeah, yeah. People sort of enjoyed that sort of content about trophies. I was like, well, what else could I do? And it sort of turned into that. It's crazy. I, I want to know like the process that PlayStation took from going from the PS2 to the PS3 and said, you know what, we're going to do? We're going to add like a different layer okay. in going into those those trophy lists. Like, that's kind of been, that's kind of fun because like obviously both systems, the Xbox and the PlayStation, both did similar systems that way, mm-hmm. but. That was never in place in the in the other system. It's kind of I, I kind of really like both of the both companies for doing uh, putting an extra incentive for people that complete games mm-hmm. and wanting to go maybe get a little bit more out of them and accomplish little things inside of the games that are playing to get more out of them. I think uh, the whoever came up with the, the achievement slash trophy kind of idea that's uh, that has inspired a lot more fun to be had in the games we play. Yeah, definitely. Like I only started really like earning trophies because um my birthday is very close to Christmas, so I would only be able to get like games pretty much at the same time of year and then maybe if I saved up one or two throughout the year. So that just made me be able to play the games for longer having all these arbitrary goals to to reach and just, you know, elongated my gaming time. And that's where it begun really. Obviously, congratulations on Platinum 100. You just released that video about a little over a week ago at time of recording uh that was uncharted 4 uncharted 4 which is a fantastic game that's the one i haven't got the platinum for quite yet but i've got the platinum for the other ones actually no i take that back i don't think i got the platinum for the first one (gasps) i haven't beat on i haven't beat on crushing difficulty yet Uh, that's what that's the last one i have to do that is probably the hardest that is the yeah, that's the that's what's the daunting task i was like i should have just done at the beginning of the game when i first started playing it no you never want to do that I know. I, that's what I did for. Um, actually, I did that for Lost Legacy. I just put on the oh. hardest difficulty, and then when they got to the big open world part where you have to like sneak, do the sneaking bit up to this. Uh, I don't know what it's called, like this little door you have to open up. I yeah. couldn't get past it because I had it on the hardest difficulty. It was like I think it was like the third or fourth mission of Lost Leg- Legacy, and I was got this guy like, I'm getting. I don't want to play this game anymore because it's I, can't, I keep dying at the same exact part. So I just like downplay it down to like the down the difficulty level and then i beat the game and got all the collectibles and stuff and then i finally platinumed it on the hard difficulty nice congratulations but yeah that's a, that's a fun that's a fun game i love uncharted 4 i haven't platinum yet but you did it and i that's awesome that's your 100th platinum is there are you kind of looking ahead i, I, I kind of know this answer already possibly but are you looking ahead like what are the games where you're like i want to try to go for that platinum next cuphead oh <laughs> uh, I, I haven't played it i haven't played it i heard it's just i i don't know it's just too difficult i think for me I love that type of stuff. Like, 
that was like one of the Xbox games that I was like, I'm so jealous. I really want to play this game. And when I heard it, like on that day when it was like, it's coming, I never thought it would come to PlayStation. And when it did, I was like, yes, I'm so happy. And uh, I just get really addicted to um, just trying to get better at like the skill. So mm-hmm. all I've got to do is beat the game now on Expert and do some of the other random ones and then yeah but i i really love that game so that's that's probably the next sort of like big one that i want to try and get that's awesome yeah i'm working i'm currently working on two platinums right now kind of going back and forth um the last of us part two which is a, nice. it's a very simple one i just have i'm going through my second playthrough which is basically just you know upgrading your weapons and your your uh, character so that's that's easy it should be should have completed and also the ghostbusters remaster Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I beat on the hardest difficulty, which the AI in that game is not good at all. But I have to go back with causing less, like a, less than a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. Okay, I don't so know much the, about this game. Yeah, this it was an X. I played it on Xbox, but they did a remaster of it. I think it came out a little bit ago. It's, it basically what it comes down to is Ghostbusters three and the movie line. So if you haven't seen the movies, it, you wouldn't necessarily understand a lot of the callbacks to the other the, the movies or anything like that. But it. It was kind of a nostalgic game. I wanted to like pick up on the PSN, and yeah, it, it, it's fun. But I remembered quickly how how frustrating the uh, AI can be for your uh, your the, the people that are supposed to be helping you out there. Mm-hmm. The AI it's kind of not really the best, but I just one trophy away. I'm like, I just got to do it. Just chug, just get through it, grind through this to get this last one, and and I'm done with it. <laughs> you got it. I believe in you. Yeah, I I, th- I I believe in myself too. Just <laughs> finding the time and what mm. I want to, to do. It. But sometimes that struggle uh, is real on those ones. Like it might just seem, but it's like, oh god. Uh, it's like, ah, oh, come on. We talked about Road to Platinum. Was that the original title for that series, or was there something else that you were looking at? Oh, um, oh, I can't remember now. Like I have this like notepad because I love notepads, um, <laughs> where I just write down like all ideas and stuff. So I could probably like at some at some point dig out the first original like ideas or because i just always like scroll and draw pictures but i think it was always like something like the roads to plat. I, I don't think there was th- that many different iterations like maybe like a platinum pursuit or something but the one thing i always do is i, I didn't want to rip anybody off or whatever so i wanted to make sure that mm-hmm. what i was yeah, doing absolutely. was like you know something that hadn't been done so i did make sure um that but i think i think that might have been it it was such because i had this idea such a long time ago and then it, it just was only a year ago that i could make it actually happen like i even like stopped earning platinum for like a whole three months because i was like I've, it's do or die now because i got to like 90 no yeah i got to my 90th one i was like well the next one if i'm gonna do this idea i have to do it sort of thing so um yeah it's a, it's a fair, it's a great series that i've been really enjoying watching like not every game that i've that you've done i've played but i still watch the videos and was like okay, is this something i'm going to be interested in going back and playing which was the i haven't actually played through the first original evil since i was a kid mm-hmm. and that game scared the crap out of me growing up so i would uh fun memory with that one is that i would my uncle had it and i would stay up late i pretend i was asleep of course then sneak into the uh the living room where it was yeah. and turn down the volume a little bit and the lights are off and just play it and I would die a lot on both uh, both of them, but it was uh, it was fun trying not to get caught and also play a a fun scary game that I knew maybe I wasn't able to play when everybody else was awake. So that was fun, kind of watching your uh, your playthrough of that one. Uh, yeah, because I've never played it before. Fun memories. That's right. I, I know that when I first originally reached out to you about uh, 
this a possibility of doing an interview with you. You're like, I'm not a big spooky fan, uh, gaming fan, but I, I'm, that's awesome that you're able to finish uh, that Resident Evil game. I can't imagine playing that game as a kid as well. Like that sort of baffles my mind because not only is it like scary, but it's also just infinitely complicated. And I'm just like, how does any child know how to do this? I don't know how to do it. And I'm a full grown adult and I'm flipping walking around this mansion, <laughs> like, you know, with the map and just like, what? So props, yeah, to, I, props to kids in the nineties. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I know like I'm 31 now, so I'm <laughs> playing games. Like I'm playing remakes of crash bandicoot and I'm like, I was telling my daughter, I'm like, I'm, I was really good at this game when I was a kid. I swear. And I, uh, I'm i like, this game sucks. Like, it doesn't suck. And like, it, it's like horrible. But it sucks because I, I can't do it anymore. I'm mm. not good at like the jumping, the slide jumping things to complete that, those games. And it's, it's frustrating and irritating. I also, another game that came up was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I bought that remake edition and for the PlayStation, and my daughter loves that one. But I'm like, I was way better at this than when I was a kid. Like, how come I cannot line a trick to save my life? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, that is sad. <laughs> I'm just like, no. Yeah, I That's know. why I make sure I need to play some of these games. Like, like Sonic, I try and make sure I play that so that I don't lose the skill because I'm like, gotta keep, gotta keep my Sonic training up. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's why I, every once in a while I'll bust out the Super Nintendo and play some Mario. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta li- uh, have the legacy live on. I have yeah. to teach her how to play this, that, and Donkey Kong. Cause I have to, where's all the secrets? I have to go back and play all the different secret missions. And I know I watched your last locking it down with Lucy video, which is your kind of your live, your live show where you were yeah. talking about Crash Bandicoot Four and how frustrating it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, everything you said was the reason why I haven't bought it yet. I was really? like, I. I, I everything basically that's my, my thought process is like how difficult it looked like i was like this just looks like so difficult and plus not being able to play the remasters as well as i thought i'm like maybe i just wait till it goes a little cheaper I'm, I'm not quite there to buy the new one yet the thing is some people really like it like i was like trying to like look it up and i just i don't know if maybe like it could also just be that i'm not in the right mind frame because i was just like i'm just grumpy because i'm in lockdown and i don't want to play a game that requires <laughs> too much skill but i just i just don't think like i love the first two games um and i played all the, the crash games apart from the ones on ds and it just didn't feel quite the same and it almost feels like they're just trying to make it hard because that's what everyone said about the insane trilogy when it came out like oh it's really hard and that was like you know the gimmick almost and i don't know it's just lost some of its soul but then there are people that really enjoy it so just because i didn't it, you might like like the new take on it because it does do some interesting ideas maybe i was just too grumpy but i do want to try oh, and complete no, no. it <laughs> yeah like I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it but yeah. again it's like i have a lot of games on my backlog that i need to play first and i try to my my rule is because i'll just buy the game i'll go to like a pawn shop find a game and i've been really want to play this one i'll buy it and keep it on my shelf for like six months without even touching it and there's games that i haven't even touched yet are that pretty big franchises and we'll i'll bring that up in a, a second but i just, like, I, I don't want to overdo myself on the game so that's why i'm like mm. kind of just could see myself i was already kind of frustrated with how difficult or at least me not remembering how maybe i wasn't as good as a kid that i thought i was but it's still a fun game though i like i love the insane trilogy but the fourth one i'm just like I'm going to hold off on this for a little longer. Oh, the Insane Trilogy was so good. Like the future tense level, that was what I wanted mm-hmm. out of Crash 4. And I... Exactly. Actually, it feels very Spyro, even though I've never played Spyro, which is... Uh, <laughs> that's probably <gasps> one of them. <my>, yeah. What? 
<laughs> it just sort of had that aesthetic to it. I mean, the only Spyro I played was on Crash 3. You could type in like a code on the, the main menu to play one of the levels. And that's literally all I ever played of it. Interest. Those are those are three easy platinums. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't know if I'll enjoy it because I just don't have the nostalgia love for it. Like people always say to me as well, like, that's why a, haven't you got? Great point. Exactly, because I think like that's why I like the game. Because I'm like, oh, I used to love this game as a kid, so I want to play it. Like, and so when people ask me, oh, why haven't you got the platinum for GTA Three? I'm like, I never played GTA Three, so I feel like it'd be really hard to go and play that game and get past all the clunkiness of the old controls and the fact that the guy doesn't speak. Um, so I wouldn't have that. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I wouldn't have that love for it. Like I, I like even though Vice City was like hard because it was like you know you don't have like a proper camera and you it's, he's like Tommy walks around quite weird. But I was like I love this game and I know what I'm doing, so I kind of like know what I'm in for. But yeah, I couldn't yeah. go back to something like that I'd never done before. That's a good point. Yeah, that's why like the the new Mafia like remaster came out or whatever i'm like i never played the, that game growing up or anything like i never played any of those so i'm like i don't know I, like it looks interesting but I'm, i don't know if i want to try to go back and play something i haven't got into when i have other games sitting on my shelf mm. um you did mention spyro not being able to yeah. not ever playing that and that's kind of a it's a pretty big franchise like granted I, I totally get the nostalgia thing you might not appreciate it as much as other people like myself that have played it and grew up on those games I, I love the first one specifically because that's the one I played the most. But the other ones going back, they were a, they were a lot of fun. And again, it's a game I could teach my daughter. Mm-hmm. Is there any other games that you haven't had haven't played yet that are pretty glaring franchises or games that you haven't even touched yet? Glaring omissions or- in my gaming catalog. Um, well, because I was always on a PlayStation. I've literally never played barely any... I don't think I've ever played a Mario game other than Dr. Mario, which a lot of people as well will be like, what? But I don't know anything about Nintendo, like nothing. I've never played a Zelda game. I've never played Donkey yeah, Kong. Yeah, never played Zelda either. Yeah. I've never played Zelda. And it's just because I've just purely never had a Nintendo, apart from the Wii, but we're not going to count that because I only did it because I was like, yeah, mum, please get me a Wii because I promise I'll exercise. I did though, to be fair. So, <laughs> there, we, yeah. there we go. Uh, I guess on the PlayStation side, it'd be Metal Gear Solid. I only ever played Ground Zeroes because it was free on uh, PS Plus, and I did enjoy it, but not enough clearly to go back and play with the others. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty big one. I know one of our friends um, who's on the our podcast. Hi, Todd. How you doing? Uh, he's one, Hello, he's on the movie side of things. Yes, <laughs> uh, he he's a huge fan of metal gear solid uh we had a they always do some random rankings of like top five things in movies Mm -hmm. and the last one they did was top five sympathetic villains Mm -hmm. and because i haven't played metal gear solid like i knew the villain he talked about but i can't remember the name now because i hadn't really played it but he mentioned he's like i'm 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 making a video game spot in it in my list and he put a metal gear solid villain in there and everything he's he described this villain as I'm like, I want to go back and play those games, but um, I haven't played any of them before other than like a demo. So Metal Gear Solid's my favorite. The PS1 demo is what I actually play now. Yeah. Yeah. I got, remember those demo discs? I do remember playing that, that actually. Still yeah, didn't they come like the magazine or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed the demo enough, but not obviously enough to buy the game. <laughs> yeah. I thought of a couple other ones, like a, some games that like Persona, uh, we were talking and you were like, yeah, I haven't played Persona. Yeah, I, Persona 5 was, I almost bought that for Black Friday. Uh, Persona 5 was one that I wanted to get because I saw a good deal on it. But I was like, I, 
I did the thing. I was like, well, I have too many other games, and I know that's a big commitment. I'll just oh. pass on it right now. I kind of wish I would have just picked it up and made done it. Uh, I haven't played a Dark Souls game. Oh. Another one that people might be super mad about me. Yeah. Oh, I love I, I, Dark I, Souls. I, I own Bloodborne. I own that one, okay, though, okay. but I, I still haven't touched it yet. But yeah, Dark Souls, now that they, they're doing the remaster of one of them, I'm for the PS5. Demon I'm probably going to at least. Yeah, I'm probably going to pick that one up just because I'm like, I, I kind of got to. I got to just a new system, new uh, gaming goals. I got to pick up Demon Souls. So I absolutely um, love Dark Souls. It makes me so happy in a weird way. Mm-hmm. I just It was one of those games as well that I was like, I never want to play this game. This game looks like hell. Like, why would you want to do that? And I remember watching some other guy that I knew play it. And I, and I remember just being like, oh, you're playing that game that sounds like you're splashing water in a bucket. Because that's what it sounded like when the arm was going... <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I can't. And he was like, look at this bit. You've got to walk down this really thin bit. And there's a guy that was like, why would you do that? And he would just kept dying. Like, but then when I got the game, uh, well, actually, I got the I got Demon Souls when it was on PS Plus. I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a go. And I got absolutely addicted. And I just, then I was like, I got Demon Souls and then I got Dark, Dark Souls. Dark Souls is my favorite of all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't actually finished three yet. And I haven't played two. So I'm not the world's worst Dark Souls fan. So I'm like, oh, I love it so much. Yet I haven't played two of the games and I haven't played Sekiro either but I just love Dark Souls <laughs> like the, the Dark Souls so for anybody who's not like a gaming nerd like we are th- these games are made to be challenging you're supposed to die one of the, the first trophies you'll get is you died yes that's like the first trophy you get um yeah this is a very complicated like no maybe not complicated is the right word but it's very it's challenging and you wanna it, it but it's also kind of a rewarding experience mm. once you kind of ma- get to it and master it so there is something that it's intriguing me to play these games but I just i haven't i had the courage enough to like okay i'm doing this now i'm playing it yet but the ps the release of ps5 uh, next month i think i'm i think it's kind of, it's kind of due i think yeah and demon souls specifically i'm very excited to play because the first game while it's good it's really like you can feel the age like your character can't even like walk around like apart from like how do you describe it you know it's like like up like left slash right you know it's like diagonal jolts and it's like quite hard to play so i'm I'm just and also it looks absolutely amazing that's the other thing i love about dark souls and the worlds it's just the worlds the design of all the bosses and the places i'm just like man if i could like be in that team and just be like spitball ideas with them and like the creativity that goes into it blows my mind like whenever you walk into a new area and i'm just like oh i love this this looks that's what gets me as well not just the actual gameplay but i think i think it's amazing and then yeah i gush over just the design yeah and that's what that's one thing too is so intriguing about like just getting into that environment i love when you play a game and you're like man this is like so beautiful like mm-hmm. i like i brought up horizon zero dawn i felt that way especially the dlc when you're up in the snow-capped mountains and you see a lot of the visuals just just standing there and look out at the scenery i'm like this is a game i'm watching this is not like something in real life this is a game and it doesn't feel like it, it something i should be playing right now this feels like i'm like out in whatever environment i am it's mm. it's amazing how the technology is how great it is another one that i really love too is the the marvel spider-man the first game oh, on yeah. the ps4 that came out yeah that's another one that's super beautiful to look at there's a lot of games like that as well one of them another one that i haven't played yet is the god of war ps4 oh, game that's a yeah good game. I, I, another one that i own i own this game but now that they really they're saying god of war 2 is coming out 
I, I, I obviously got to play it. So that's going to be another one that I'm going to be conquering pretty soon. I, I'm pretty sure that once I get the platinum for either the last of us two or the Ghostbusters, I was talking previously, I'm playing God of War. That's my next one. I yes. already set it aside. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I want to make, I want to get God of War two right when I get it. Cause I want to experience that, like, and be in that hype. Cause you, you hear all the hype before you, if you're, especially if you're late to a party on a game, you're, you're kind of, you're experiencing it all by yourself. You, mm-hmm. I want to experience with the people too. So I think that's something I, I got to do. I had that exact same thing on the late PS3, early PS4 era where like I finally was in a position where I could like buy games um, myself. And then I was just like, oh, I should buy all these games that I missed on PS3. So I played like Mass Effect for the first time in like 2016 um, and that was really fun to be able to have all three games that I could just play one after the other. So in, in some way, even though missing out on a game, it's actually quite fun that you get to play them all without having the big wait in between. So I am slightly envious that you get to enjoy God of War for the first time. That that's it's gonna be cool. I'll, I'll keep you posted on my experience mm. with it for sure. Uh, and we'll uh, yeah we'll talk talk about talk about it for sure. Yeah. That'd be fun. The um, yeah, I am looking for this other games like Shadow of the Colossus was another one I own. I haven't touched yet. Uh, I, that's another one I never played the because it's a remake for the PS4, but I never played the original one. Mm-hmm. But so that's another one I'm excited to get into. And there's a few other games that I have that I haven't touched yet. But like I try, I'm slow. Like I just focus on one game and try to get everything done that I can out of it. Some games like if it's multi too much multiplayer stuff, I I don't. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the multiplayer stuff. But at least want to get everything I can out of the single player. And that's where I really focus on. Yeah, definitely. Like Shadow of the Colossus, I didn't never play the original either. I only played the the remake, and I that was one of those games that I was like, "This is so weird," and I hated it, but I loved it at the same time. It was very complexing. Yeah, that's that's what kind of hear too. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by it because it's it it looks like the the it's a complex kind of story in a way, but it also very the graphics are very simplistic and they just kind of they they pop too at the same time and. I, Actually, there's another guy too. Um, what's his name? Uh, PS5 Trophies, which is oh, another yeah. guy who helps with like trophies. I, Brian, uh, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's another guy that I do watch. I should have mentioned at the beginning of it. But uh, PS5 Trophies, like I watched a bunch of his like Shadow of the Colossus stuff, and yeah, I was like, man, I really want to play this game. That's why I bought it, but I still haven't touched it yet. So yeah, I can't think right. of any. I other... had a couple. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just thinking. I just think I don't I can't think of any other big ones other than xbox any of those xbox games like halo or whatever i don't know what goes on in the world of halo or gears of war just (laughs) but those are probably the big ones for me so uh, we're talking about some like the remake stuff like shadow of the colossus and stuff like that uh and obviously metal gear solid's getting the ps5 remake and demon souls getting a ps5 remake is there a game that you can think of that i this is kind of what i want to see remade I want to see this with upgraded yeah. graphics and everything. This is a hard question because I feel like my default answer for a very long time was Crash Bandicoot. And then I got my wish. And I was like, well, then yeah. my next wish is Crash um, Team Racing. And then that happened. And I was like, my God, <laughs> what is happening in the world? Um, I mean, sometimes like, I'm now thinking like Dark Souls. What would that look like if that got the Demon Souls treatment? Like, that would be oh, amazing. But I don't, I don't think that's going to be my answer. I'm now also thinking, okay, this is another one of the games I do really love is GTA Vice City. Now, I don't want to like mm-hmm. say I want that remade. I want to go back to Vice City, but 
with a new story. I know this is like not exactly the answer to the question at all, but I do think about oh, how, what would Vice City look like now? Because they've gone to Liberty City again, which was the GTA Three. They've gone to Los Santos again, which was um, San Andreas. I want to go to Vice City. Make it happen, Rockstar. I want to see it in its full, awesome beautifulness. So yes, that's my sort of side answer to a question you didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I was also trying to like, as you're talking, I'm like, what game would I like to see? I should have had a, an answer for my, myself as well. But mm-hmm. like going back to exploring the cities or places that we've seen in games, that's always pretty, pretty awesome. I would love to see like something where I, I think this is going to happen eventually at some point. Like Naughty Dog is going to go back to Uncharted. I think it's just, oh. it's natural. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think they're going to do it. Uh, they kind of have to. In, I don't want to necessarily see another Nathan Drake Uncharted game. I kind of want them to go back with the Lost Legacy, those two leading ladies oh, in yeah. this this game. But you can add like Nathan Drake appear, or even Nathan Drake's daughter appear in the game, at in some aspect. Maybe going back and interacting, like having um, the two ladies in Lost Legacy appear, like at um like Nathan's house, like that's on the beach mm-hmm. right there too. That would be awesome. So you can actually see our, all the characters in one place one more time or have solely pop up or something like that. Having those characters interact would be really awesome to see or um, seeing, yeah. you know, go ahead. Oh no, I was just thinking, cause oh. I'm conflicted about Uncharted because obviously I love it so much and I'm just like, yeah, it's like Lost Legacy. Like if that game wasn't as good as it was, I'd probably be like, no, I never want another Uncharted game without Nathan Drake. But I know yeah. it, would, it would be sad if we never got any Nathan Drake ever again. So, like I said, I would like him to like pop up or whatever. But I also don't think we can keep dragging Nathan Drake out all the time because it would just like they would just keep breaking him and laying her up or something. I don't know. It'd just be infinitely frustrating. <sighs> I don't know. I just love those games so much, and I love Nathan Drake. Yeah, those are yeah, those are like probably my favorite games like that series of all time. Like like Lost Legacy was a lot of fun. I thought the story was actually really good. And considering that it was supposed to be like just a DLC, like it's a little add-on thing, they're like, no, we actually have a full game here. We can actually just put that out. And it was way better than it had any right being. And yeah, I loved it too. And I also thought of a joke too. Your um, your PS5 like trophy, not PS5, but your trophy like logbook, that's like an oh, Uncharted yeah. uh, Uncharted uh, artifact. Oh my God. <laughs> were, <laughs> that's what it's totally going to be. It's an Uncharted artifact. Yes. That's to be like Lucy's funny. log. That's what it's going to be. Lucy's log. So <laughs> maybe I was like somewhat not really like subconsciously um, inspired by Uncharted. Like, cause I do like the fact that he had a journal. I always remember thinking like, ah, oh. and then I guess I started, well, I, I guess I started making the journal before even I played Uncharted probably, but I, I do like a bit of journaling, but not that I write my deep, dark thoughts or anything. It's more just like, oh, just more ideas <laughs> just write down. That's funny. I actually, I remember uh, when I was super into like the Xbox achievement stuff, like I I would print out the trophy list and just like make sure I could like okay I got that one I'm gonna X off that like how, mm-hmm. what do I need it like circle which one I need it so I, I kind of kept similar track but I never actually like wrote down like what do I need to do for it. I just had the like the the list of it and I just crossed them off if I or highlighted the stuff I needed to do or whatever on them but that's about all I really did for that can't I still haven't thought of a game that I want to see remade I I'm happy with the the remakes we've been getting out I think they're they're a lot of fun. PS5 is going to be a fun, fun experience. I I know that you got yours pre-ordered already. Yes. Which high pass to be real for you. <laughs> I'm so I right? can't believe it's going to be in my house in like 
about over a month's time. It feels so bizarre because, but the thing is, I did look at my PS5. And, oh, I keep, well, I'm, I'm not so, I've got it like in, drilled in the brain, you know, I'm just because it's all I think about is PS5, PS5. But I was looking at my PS4 and I was like, we've had a good time, old friend, but I do feel like it's time. It's, t- it's like a bit like old yellow. Like, it's time to, not that I've seen that film. Uh, <laughs> so, so the thing is, I have all these references to films I've never seen, but I just know when people say it, so I just like chuck it in there. Um, but your yeah. movie knowledge is crazy good for not seeing hardly anything. <laughs> it's it's weird, but I'm just like, yeah, we. we I feel like you know he's chugging away my little because um, I've still got touch wood because I you know I would hate for something terrible to happen in about six weeks. You know, this is still my original PS4 that I bought on my birthday back in. 2018 no 2018 wasn't that far ago 2008 wait when did the ps4 come? oh 2014 there we go so we've, we've, we've go. done some things there we go made it i was like <laughs> so we've, adding we've, on we've, your fingers subtracting a little bit yeah mental math i'm a design i'm a designer i just deal with pictures i'm like oh, pictures i don't know math at all letters <laughs> <laughs> what's numbers yeah. i don't know <laughs> give me picture books yeah there we go. I'm I'm so excited for PS5. A lot of yeah. the games that that they've announced are just fantastic. I can't believe it's like less than a month here. It just yeah. seemed like it kind of snuck up on us because of the craziness of the world right now. Because mm. a lot of things just seem like what it's this time already. Like it, it's crazy that it's October already. It doesn't feel like it's October. Yeah, uh, and this is the first but... time I've ever pre-ordered or bought a console on launch. I've never done that before. I've always had to wait for my birthday, so it's like I kind of have a bit of a more of a special like. I'm gonna have it, and I'm gonna unbox it, and I w- I'll be able to actually play it when you know all the other like before. I just look at like on my friends list and be like, oh, they've all got PS4s, they're all playing Destiny, but I'm just sitting here yeah. on my PS3. <laughs> but now I get to be with them. So it's yeah. so exciting. Yes. <laughs> and who knows That's what I'll be so doing when I'm like this is the one time because I was like, look, I don't have any responsibility to other humans or I don't know financial things. This is the one time that I can just blow money on something. And but who knows like, when the PS6 comes out? I don't know what I'll be doing. Maybe I'll have other responsibilities. Maybe I won't game at all. So it was like, this is it. I've got to commit. Yeah. So you heard it here first, guys. PS6 is confirmed. <laughs> uh, that'd be a, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's the PS5, man. Like, I, I, my wife gave me the okay. She's like, "We're getting this, right?" I was like, "Are, are we getting the PS5?" Permission? She's like, "Yes, we are." I was like, "Yeah, then yeah, we're getting it. Of course, yeah, of course. I knew we're getting it. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> I had no idea. No, but so she's excited. I showed her a bunch of game stuff too. She's like, she's not really into gaming or anything like that, but she's like, yeah, you need your time to like relax when you come home from work. So yeah." Well, a big I'll watch part, you play at times. Yeah, well, a big part of me having a PS4 is like it's actually my entertainment thing as well because I, I literally just use the apps on it. So if I don't play a game, I'll just be like watching YouTube on the YouTube app or watching BBC iPlayer. So it's become like a big part of just not just games. I use it all the time to just chill out. So it has changed my life because before my TV's not actually attached to a box or anything, so I just didn't watch TV. <laughs> just a bit of a loser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but the uh, yeah, like it's crazy what the like it's not just a gaming system like it was before. Like the it's an entertainment box pretty much because you can have all your apps. Like mm-hmm. we have the Disney Plus, we have Amazon Prime, Hulu. Well, I have Netflix, any of those. All these, you don't have any. Oh yeah, because you're not a movie fan, but you have your you have your YouTube's. Yeah, <laughs> you have other stuff. I always just watch BBC iPlayer and YouTube. <laughs> That's literally it. 
Yeah, I don't. I can't say I have BBC iPlayer, but <laughs> well, it's because it's like a British thing. It's like the British yeah. broadcast it. So I just, I'm just like, I love. See, I don't watch films, but I do watch TV shows. So that's, and I'm a big fan of like British like TV shows that the BBC do. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch this yeah. hard hitting drama, or I'm just gonna watch Doctor Who for the hundredth millionth time because right. that's what I do. Well, there we go. There's a good. We what kind of TV show? If you're to tell somebody right now, this is a show that you should watch if you have access to it. I mean, my favorite TV show of all time is Doctor Who, but I don't know if everyone will necessarily like it. But I absolutely love it. So, I, I like I like other TV shows, but Doctor Who is like one of my three pillars of me. If I was going to say like what what's my foundations, it's gaming, Doctor Who. That like they're at the core of my being. Uh, I just love it so much. <laughs> I I know of Doctor Who. I know they just got a, a new Doctor not too long ago. I think like yeah, was it last season or la- I don't know how the show works out, but I kind of know the premise of it, but I've never seen an episode of it. That's another show. It's like I, I I'm so far behind. I do I is it a daunting task to start it type of thing? Well, I mean, you're in lockdown now. So, well, I don't know. I just I, I until I go back to work, work. I'm just consider all life lockdown because that for me will be when lockdown's over and I can go back to the office. But I would say like you, there were a couple of jumping on points. You can either jump on at you know the beginning of New Doctor Who, which would have been the ones that came on in 2004, so that would be with Chris Eccleston. Or you could jump on mm-hmm. when Matt Smith is the Doctor. Now, the reason I've skipped David Tennant is because him and the first, like, they're not, this is so nerdy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, them, the, the, the nice <laughs> Doctor and the Tenth Doctor are quite intrinsically linked in their stories, which is why it doesn't really make sense to jump on at David Tennant, even though David Tennant is considered, you know, most people's favourite Doctor of the new series. So then say, if you wanted, go Matt Smith. Could you start Peter Capaldi? You could probably start Series 10 of Peter Capaldi, but that one might be a bit weird. Or you start with Jodie. But I'd say... For, for, for the reels, I'd either go start with Matt Smith or start with Christopher Eccleston and just... But you've got to obviously take it with a pinch of salt because, you know, it was made in 2004. CGI isn't that great at the beginning. But I just I just think it's got a wholesome core to it. And because and it's a family show, maybe not every episode will speak to you, but there'll be those ones that are like, ah, oh, they're just so good. And I just like the cat. It's I don't know. so good. I'm just gushing about David Tennant now. But <laughs> I know. There, there we go. <laughs> Is that, is that your favorite doctor? I love David Tennant. Yeah, he was like one of my first crushes because I remember being adamant. I was like, I don't like this guy. I'm never going to like him. I like Christopher Eccleston because I was like a stupid kid. And then everyone at school was like, I quite like him. He's quite good looking. I was like, no, he's not. I hate him. And then after like a cover, like an episode or so, I was like, he is quite good looking, but I'm just not going to tell anybody that I like him because um, I very much know. And then after like four episodes, I was like, I like him. <laughs> yeah i i do i do like him yeah I'm the perils of a teenage girl there we go i'm trying to figure david Tennant. i think david Tennant is in the a, a movie here i'm trying to one of the he doctors in, is well they will pop up now and again he was in harry potter for like a blink of an eye is that, that's not david Tennant. this is peter Cap- oh, peter capaldi uh, that's the yeah mm-hmm. he was a doctor who right yeah, yeah, he, was he was a doctor the who? Doctor. he was the what doctor the felt one Oh, okay. Yeah, that's thirteen. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm such a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's going to be a he's going to be a guy in a, a, a comic book movie pretty soon called The Suicide Squad. It comes out next year. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a he is the Thinker. Ooh. That's his, his character's name. The he's thinker. good. He's supposed to be a, like he's supposed to be a villain or like like Suicide Squad. Obviously, they're villains in the, mm. this comic book thing, but they're going out to save this, doing whatever to help. Uh, shrink their uh, 
prison time, I guess, that mm-hmm. in the comic book sense. But John Cena is also in this movie. Oh my god, what a well. what a crossover! John uh, yeah. John Cena and Peter Capaldi, dog doing wrestling. Yeah, you got the peace. His name is Peace Peacemaker, and what how John Cena describes this character is he's the douchebag Captain uh, Captain America, the douchebag version of Captain America. So um, yeah, that's that's. But also Idris Elba is in this oh, movie wow. too. So I'm trying to sell you on watching this movie. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, is that, <laughs> like, is that like, what's happening? Anybody, <laughs> I was like, if anybody like these, there's like, there's three things here that might get you to pique your interest to watch this movie. I was just know, thinking but. about the actors. I was like, oh, what talent? <laughs> yeah, no, that's like the talent alone might get you to watch this movie. That's what I was focusing oh, on. But right, anyway, no. uh, anyway, I'll, that's a good point to kind of s- mm-hmm. s- slow it down. That's pop- and in this episode now, but I would love to have you back on maybe talk us on PS5 when it when we finally get our hands on it and uh, fun, yeah, interact that way as well. So. Oh, that'd be cool. Thank you so much for, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, thanks again for uh, taking us, uh, some fun time out of your day and having a great conversation with me. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. This is my first time I've ever been on a podcast and I've really enjoyed just nerding out and chatting to other people about things that I really like and other people want to talk to me about it. So thank you. Yeah, now, that's what I love talking about to different to different creators and such and just like picking their brain about what they love and also nerding out because I kind of like the same stuff. So it's it's been this series has been really fun. So I appreciate you being a part of it. Cool. No worries. Yeah. And before we go again, guys, all that all her, Lucy's links will be in the description box. I highly recommend you go over and check out all her awesome content. But again, if you missed at the beginning, I'll have Lucy explain where she can you guys can find her. Alright, so I guess mainly it'd be on my YouTube channel, LudyXP, uh, where I upload YouTube videos and live stream sometimes and just talk about my thoughts uh, on that. And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram just to see other thoughts that I have, that would be Press X to Lucy. So, uh, thanks. Absolutely. The, uh, Lucy has informed me that the song that we need to end the episode on is Persona 5. So, enjoy. It's not a game. I'm not a robot and I